Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, Director of Holy Name Cathedral in Chicago. Co-host, Mark Teresi, Assistant to the Rector, which happens to be me, for Planning Development. Mark, how are you doing this morning? Doing pretty well. I never thought I'd be sitting here adjusting the filter in my mask Yeah. Uh, to make sure we're all protected. You know, what I find is that uh, when someone says they're doing fine, it kind of throws me because are we really doing fine, maybe okay? I mean, every day is a gift from God. It's a precious gift, and we're going through hard times. But um, there's a lot of stress, and we have to trust yeah. in the Lord. I always keep telling people over and over again, choose peace over panic. Faith over fear, wisdom over worry. But still, the human dimension of paying bills, uh, the stay at home, uh, it, it's hard. It's really, it's, right. it's, it's hard. It could, be, it could be worse, but it's hard. Well, and don't forget to see the kindnesses that are developing, too. Our neighbor upstairs sent dinner down for us, you know, checked first to make sure we would be okay with that. Another neighbor, we distanced, lunched. Uh, last week, one end of the yard, the other end of the yard, just to see each other. I mean, you, there are still tremendously stories. kind people. And also, out there. and I'll tell you, our heroes are the first responders, all medical personnel, these nurses, everybody. And that flyover a few days ago, I didn't see it live, but I saw it on the news, and it gave you goosebumps. Now, here's a shout out to Father Scott Donahue, his niece. I can't remember her name. Megan, Ode- Me- Megan Donahue. Yeah, she was on. Page three. The, she was yeah on the Sun Times. Big huge she, picture and yeah, article. Beautiful so young lady. Congratulations who's, to who's her. Who's very niece. committed uh, to caring for folks. Where is she at? Is she at uh, University of Chicago? I, I think. think U of C. So time yeah. in Chicago is eight oh three. Again, the phone number three one two two five five eight four zero eight on WNDZ. We have a great program lined up. Author, educator, and on time innovator. Kathy DeNicolo joins us by phone to discuss her publications and what she's doing online to help children and parents during this challenging time of the pandemic. Kathy has been involved with some aspect of education and community for over 40 years. As a teacher, a mother, a grandmother, she draws on a variety of perspectives and crafting stories about starting over, growing up, and values. Kathy DeNicolo, great friend, very involved at St. Mary's in Evanston. How are you, Kathy, this morning? I am fine. It's so good to hear your voices. It's so good to hear from my hometown, Chicago. Yes. I miss you. Now and, you, you know, I just wanted to, to repeat some of the same things that you're saying uh, about, you know, it, it's a time where uh, we've been struggling, but it's also a time for opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's what we want to talk about today, Kathy, and that uh, mm-hmm. it's a time of struggle. It also can be a graced moment, a new beginning. And I think you'd be the first to say, Kathy, as we begin to reopen, things will be different. There will be a new normal, which we are creating right now. Yes. You know, it's, uh, again, I don't want to sound, you know, as if I'm like uh, make false promises or pie in the sky. But really, this is a time where we can do things that we have not had the time to do in the past, you know, because our attention is, is so demanded in, in many, many different directions. 
there's so many things competing for our time. But this is a rare moment in history. You know, when we look back at this moment in this book of life and at the dreams that we're still longing for, angry about not having in many cases, there is this bright light. And that bright light is uh, using the time to... Oops. Yes. Oh, excuse me. Am I losing you here? No, no, you're good. You're good. I didn't want to interrupt you. Okay. But the so, question is, but, gonna, but Mark, but I have anyway. <laughs> He'll do it anyway. I was going to ask you, Kathy, what's changed in your home during this oh. pandemic? Well, <laughs> you have about two hours. I'll give you the morning. I'll give you the uh, morning news. I've gotten up and I'm sitting in my room. I don't have a desk in my room, and like many people in my family, they're doing work on the floor, uh, <laughs> using a pillow to prop themselves up, and uh, the back of a book for taking notes. One. Two, we had to upgrade our routing system because we didn't have enough power because we have people working from home, and uh, it kept cutting out. And three, one of the positive changes the big positive change is that we have had time to do things that we wouldn't have normally have time to do. Give one example. Children, one example is that we have had time to cook together, mm-hmm. to plan our meals. My grandchildren gave me some videos on exercising, and so... It was a great joy to see them dancing. I just oh, hoped nice. I could do one of the moves without cracking. Does <laughs> <laughs> that give you a little idea of uh, how things have changed for us? Yeah, how about, let me ask you this question, Mark. How's your life changed? Uh, the dining room table is the office now, and, and it's interesting because it's a pass-through room for Mary, for my wife, and for our daughter, but they've accommodated me to continue to do my work there. But the other thing, I think the simplest thing is, you know, we, we go to church at St. Gertrude's usually, and now we go to church, you know, on TV, and I sit in my chair, and she sits on the couch at the end where we usually sit, and we hold hands during Mass. Dulce's right there, and then the dog comes in, and is part of church. And he's now uh, Catholic. Yes, very Catholic. Um, <laughs> but, but the idea that just that simple moment in your home, there is a reverence to that. Uh, that your the mass is in your home, you know? mm-hmm. as a community, and I think yeah. that uh, even like in in my life, Kathy's, as you're talking changes in Mark too, is it's in many ways I've never worked harder because of all these changes happening, innovations, directions from the archdiocese. Also, but but I do those. I so miss the community at the cathedral daily and weekend and week out to celebrate on the, around the table of the Lord that I miss. I just so love being with people that as much as there are times to be alone in prayer and necessary, but I miss that. I, I get energized by being with people. I so much love people. I want to serve people. But now through technology, trying to reach out, and it's um, there's no question our lives have been turned upside down. Now in Chicago, ironically, the stay-at-home policy started two months ago today at 5 p.m., Wow. On March 14th, and today is May 14th, and never dreamed two months later we'd be in the same situation. But I think it's important that we do stay socially distanced. 
because we're dealing with a virus we can't see, and it's so darn contagious. And as I mentioned, Kathy, you could be COVID-19 positive, feel terrific, and give it to 20 people and not even know it. That's, that's a frightening thought. A thought. In fact, we're going to stop right there. I didn't realize the time. Mark, take us to break. Sure. When we come back, Kathy, you're author, educator, and you're an online innovator. When we come back, let's discuss that. But I, I wanted you to discuss it as author, educator, and a parishioner. Uh, what kind of innovations can we do as church? So WNDZ, 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, our number is 312-255-8408. Catholic Chicago, Father Greg Sackowitz. We will be back. Mark Tracy will be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. home-delivered meals to seniors, evening-to-go meals for the homeless, financial assistance, counseling, and other services. These are all programs Catholic Charities has been providing for years to people in Cook and Lake Counties. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, we have worked to keep all of these programs going, never turning anyone away. The needs are urgent and they will grow, but we want you to know that we will be here, as we always have been, with food, housing, financial assistance, and ongoing support. Thank you to the many, many donors and partners helping us serve those most in need. We couldn't do it without you. Would you consider joining us too at this historic time? Go to catholiccharities.net to donate and to learn more about our volunteer opportunities. Thank you on behalf of all those we have the privilege to serve. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here. A census is about to take place in the United States. It only occurs every 10 years, and it's extremely important that we all participate. Hello, I am Cardinal Blaise Supich, here to tell you that I recently signed a proclamation of support for this nationwide initiative. I signed the proclamation because I know how critical the census is to our future. The census numbers determine political representation and the allocation of billions of dollars of federal, state, and local funds. Underserved neighborhoods especially need accurate counts so they can receive their fair share of improvements in infrastructure and services. Please respond to the 2020 Census questionnaires. This is for citizens and non-citizens alike. All information is totally confidential and will not be shared with other government agencies. We all benefit from an accurate census count Thank you for participating, and may God bless you and your families. We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. 
Our number is 312-255-8408. Kathy, uh, author, educator, online innovator, could you talk about how you see innovation, especially online, um, from your perspective? What are you doing? And then could you add a little bit about, as a parishioner at St. Mary's, what do you see that is happening or could be happening? We want to steal some ideas from you is what we want to do. <laughs> okay, good, good. And I'm anxious to have you, um, I, I would call it help in this mission, because um, I can't do it alone. And, and in speaking about not being able to do it alone, one of the things that I, I did at an early point was I teamed with Fig um, Graphics, Chris and Tiffany, and um, they were able to give me an online presence. Uh-huh. You know, I in the past, in so many walks of life, I really was not um, required to use the computer and as much as I'm using it now. Mm-hmm. And even though starting to learn the computer more and more, um, you really need a specialist. And you need somebody with that creativity and artistry. And this is where I think the combination of people, and in my, and in my case, the blessings of having... Uh, Chris and Tiffany through Fig Graphics has been, um, I think that they actually made this project. I could not have done it without Now, say more about the project, Uh, Kathy. uh, The first project is Sidekick, and Sidekick was, um, Sidekick really was a uh, manual, a booklet, and in the beginning of the booklet, it talked about how different People could use Sidekick. You know, young adults could use it for motivational purposes. And this is, you know, when I'm when I am teaching, I like to uh, pitch where I know I'm going to get a hit. Meaning that I like to I like to approach students' strength. I like to deal with their dreams and with the and with the things that they're passionate about doing. And I also like to uh, and I like yourself so miss the camaraderie of working with with people yeah. and so this booklet uh, does coach it coaches people uh, at one point um, in the last several weeks and this really spurred me to I, I now have an online course for my book connected Wow uh, and it's on my website and um, how do people so that, find that? Yeah, give us Kathy. your website, Kathy. Oh, it's all right. Okay. Uh, K, just the initials K, F, as in Frank, D E N I C O L O dot com. One more time. The initials K, as in Kite, F as in Frank, D E N I C O L O dot com. Okay, good. Then go right to your site then. And then uh, you can go to my site for examples of how I illustrated some of these, uh, what I call motivational reading strategies. That sounds pretty heavy, but really they're fun activities that you can use in a car. You're in in the porch while you're waiting at um, the doctor's office at the kitchen table. 
So is there a targeted audience? Really is there a targeted audience, or is it for anybody? I was really uh, working with uh, parents and their children. Good. But at the same time, I, I had hoped to expand that to sports coaches. Hmm. And then that would be the next ring. But beginning with parents and their and the children, grandparents, and and how to to build bridges, or sometimes that generation gap. I had meant it for parents to give them some tools to recognize their their children's strengths. Too often, I see that what's good we kind of expect. I expect well in that and but let our kids do something that we don't quite agree with that now Kathy let me ask you this and that is uh you know growing up as a boy I remember you know playing sports the whole sense of socialization you know team camaraderie uh socializing in school in the last two months you know and of course too early to get the data but are children hurting because they're lacking that socialization for example Kids that play on a baseball team, a softball team, a basketball team, classroom interaction, uh, getting together on a Friday night. We're now saying, so being told, stay at home as a way to stay ahead of this pandemic. Now, granted, you can go online, you can Zoom, but are you finding, is there a lack of socialization happening right now? But not, not only among children, but all people. Is that for me? Yes. That question for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the reasons that I. Uh, that's one of the reasons I've been working so hard to um, get this online course connect uh, with regard to my first book, which is about children growing up and family, and my second book, Sidekick. We um, actually that was a a way that a tool really that brought people together. And as far as our children suffering, yes and no. Because I'll tell you, one time I was a pioneer in bringing technology into the schools. And that same person that brought technology into the schools for the last five years has been saying, look, our kids, technology is great, it's dynamic, but we're losing our social skills. You know, we we'll more about that. Take a break. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're going to take a little break, Kathy, but when we come back, I do want to talk to you more about that. I'm going to ask you a question. Grand, grandpa, Papa treats to grandma. How do your grand how do you relate to grandkids through this program? Have they been your test kitchen in terms of developing your ideas? So, WNDZ 7:50 a.m. Catholic Chicago number 312 2558408. We'll be back with Kathy DeNicolo in a few minutes. Please stay tuned.
Throughout this pandemic, Catholic Charities continues to develop the most effective ways possible to respond to the needs of our clients and communities. In the past month, our call center has received 250 calls a day for emergency services. More than 450 seniors are being visited by home care aides who help them with housekeeping, groceries, and personal care. Mental health services are being provided to more than 600 people via phone and video. Our friendly, knowledgeable staff is working nonstop, so we are always ready for whoever might reach out to us next. If we can be of assistance to you, email us at gethelpatcatholiccharities.net or call 312-655-7700. That's gethelpatcatholiccharities.net. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here for you. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about how the COVID-19 epidemic is affecting just about every aspect of life in America, including how we worship. We'll talk about attending Mass online and how the church continues to reach out to help those in need. We'll also bring you stories about using modern technology to teach fire safety to our children and when losing your hair can be a good thing for others. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. back, Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sacklitz, Mark Tracy here with Kathy DiNicolo. Do you notice, though, Mark, how serious Michael May is today, that poker face? He's ready to play the game. He is. Get into the game, Michael, the poker game. He's a great guy. He's Very also got a great sense of humor. Wonderful that he's here. Oh, yeah. Praise God. Kathy, so my we were distancing. We brought dinner to our... Um, Son, daughter-in-law, grandkids, and our daughter-in-law Shannon said something very uh, impactful to my wife and to me. She said, "Because we had to be distanced from our granddaughters, and they want to give you a hug. They want. They don't understand this." And Shannon said, "You know, it's very hard because you wonder with this generation what they're going to have to relearn. These three little ones are outgoing, friendly, and and all of a sudden they go to the park. They." People are covered. They can't look at each other. Uh, people don't look at each other. They look away. She said, that's going to be a challenge. And I thought, what an insight that is. But you know, I think that's a great point to Mark, and I want to see if your, uh, Kathy's reaction. But I'm finding, Kathy, when you walk on the street and you're doing social distancing and people are wearing masks, you can't see the real person. Because what did abandoned do? When they abandoned when they rob a bank, they wear a mask to keep from identity. When all you see are the eyes, when I find even walking along the street for both adults and young people, they look down and away. I remember once asking a homeless person, what's the hardest thing about being homeless? And he said to me, believe it or not, nobody wants to look at you. And there's something about not being even looked at. When you do look at a person, you can't see their smile or their frown. Um... Maybe say your thoughts about that, Kathy. About now, the mask is incredibly important. I'm not saying we shouldn't wear a mask. We should, and cover your nose too. But it does seem to change one's identity from the outside, not so much the inside. But your your thoughts about that, Kathy? 
But when you first started talking about wearing the mask, you can't see their, you can't see their smiles, you can't mm-hmm. see their frown, and I thought you can't see their ups, the downs. Mm-hmm. Correct. And I and I and I have, um, I have seen in my own neighborhood and in my own family, uh, we're all concerned. We're all a little frightened by by what's going on. And in fact, um, reopening even to the point of leaving, you know, your front door, walking around your neighborhood, it there's still a fear mm-hmm. involved. And so like so many things in life, we go from being scared to being prepared. And by that I mean having your mask. Sometimes I myself actually wear gloves when I'm outside, and a mask, and I sanitize and say this uh, <clears throat> when I come into back into my house, and then I prepare these things for going out again. But I think that we cannot underestimate the trauma that this has had on our and our young people. I would, you know, I try and keep my own family, my own children, uh, away from hearing being bombarded with the terrifying numbers that are on the the media mm-hmm. and uh so uh, that would be my first my first tip go from scared to being prepared with the things that you need to do but also know that you know people are basically very kind mm-hmm. in my neighborhood somebody and i've sent pictures to friends and family and i've made videos to kind of to downplay this fear that of, of actually going out and being open. I think being open with reservation, keeping a little distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, again, I don't want to underplay the traumatic effect that this has had on our young people. You know, one thing you're saying, and they Kathy... need to be shown. Yeah, keep going. I'm sorry. Go ahead. They need to be shown what? They need to be shown that you take in in life, you take reasonable precautions and you adapt with the times. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you must make those decisions and you must be as as informed as you can be about making decisions. And this, you know, everybody talks about, you know. These have been tremendous setbacks. We're losing a lot of time. We're not as productive. This is a moment in history. And this moment we've been talking about for a long time, that moment where we will come out of this, mm-hmm. not like before, no, better. Yeah. In fact, you said something that's interesting. That is, uh, I read an article about a month ago. Because people are getting so down on themselves, so frustrated, so stressed, so worried, he talked about, at this moment in, t- in our time, radical self-acceptance. Radical self-acceptance. He said this is no time to be hard on oneself or somebody else. Don't be judgmental. Be good to yourself. Be nice to yourself because we're going through this tremendous stress in our lives. You bring it to God through prayer. But be easy because our lives have been turned upside down. And I'll give you one example. You talk about wearing these masks. I know as a fact, Kathy, from the years together we were at St. Mary's, you have a beautiful, beautiful smile. You have a very beautiful smile. 
and yet a mask hides in some ways who we are, but doesn't take the inner beauty away. We have to find new ways because the masks are here to stay. They're not going away if the stay-at-home is lifted. On the contrary, they'll be here more than ever. So um, you've raised some good points. Now, believe it or not, we've actually run out of time. Kathy, again, one more time, give us your website that people can go to and learn more about what you're doing. Gladly. Again, the initials K, F as in Frank, D as in David, E N I C O L O. And want to thank D E N I C O L O dot com. Oh, dot com. Okay. Dot com. We want to thank in a very special way Kathy DeNicolo for being a guest. Kathy, I miss seeing you and the family. Uh, safe, be safe. God bless you. Keep up the great work. And our time now is 8.30 on this rainy, rainy morning here in Chicago. Our phone number 312-255-8408, WNDZ 750 AM on the dial, Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackwitz with co-host Mark Teresi. Stay with us and do not touch that dial. <laughs>